Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wrestle Now. My name is Master Band. This is another segment of what we call News and Rumors. Now, that's right, this is where we give all that good news and rumors from the, all over the wrestling world. So sit back, relax, and just let me do my thing. Yeah, that sounded good. Yeah, that was good. Alright. Now, Andrew Zirian mentioned on We Are Live how that people on the WWE side were the ones who first contacted the media to tip them off on the story of Cody Rhodes leaving AEW. He said that they were waving their WWE flag in victory over the news and that there was a lot of celebration even though Cody hasn't really signed with WWE. I guess they're not just happy that Cody is signed with WWE, more like that Cody is leaving AEW. Like, joy is that not that WWE has gained a great person, but that AEW has lost one. There's still a lot of speculation concerning why Cody Rose has left AEW. Could be for money, contracts, a lot of people has lost success, cause of on Forbes. Tony Khan's year took all the credit for building AEW, even though uh, Cody did a lot of the work. A lot of speculation, no one's really sure, no one really knows. But yeah, whatever's the reason, WWE is happy. This has to be the first time that AEW has lost someone that is very high level. And this will be the first time they'll this will also be the first time they'll lose the, such a high level person to WWE. Well nothing's impossible in the world of wrestling. We'll see what goes on. Anyway, speaking of Andrew Zaria, and he also said that yes, talking about what I just said now. Um about Cody being upset with the false profile to Nikon where Khan took all the credit for AW success, yes, one of the possible reasons for why Cody Rose left. Hmm. Oh, that could be it. And still, our speculation could be due he wasn't happy with his contract. Some people suspect it might have something to do with his wife, Brandy Rhodes. Brandy Rhodes, as being reported, isn't really liked backstage and you know, has a lot of heat on her. So that could be, you know, a contributing factor to Cody Rose leaving. I mean, sounds possible. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Oh, whatever is whatever is reason for leaving. Let it be known that he hasn't signed with WWE yet. He hasn't signed with WWE yet. Although many rumors are that he's going to, he hasn't confirmed anything yet. So yes, keep that in your mind. So yes, um, Dave Meltzer also heard that twists and turns will be coming at the WWE's Elimination Chamber at Saudi Arabia. He also indicated that there's a push, to, a push to do, you know, title for title between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, which is weird because I can remember also hearing that. There were no, there were no plans to do title versus title. 
I, I can remember hearing that. I mean, even though they kept Brock Lesnar kept saying he does what he wants, like I also heard there were no plans for it. I guess we're gonna find out uh, the elimination chamber when during the elimination chamber match for the world title. Brock Lesnar may not win. That is a bigger possibility than Roman Reigns losing to Goldberg. Like it is a significantly bigger possibility because Goldberg is said to be wrestling his final match. Number one. Number two is it won't feel fair for Bobby Lashley. I know it won't just won't feel fair. Bobby Lashley losing his first defense. Number one. Even if he does lose his first defense, I mean Losing it to Brock Lesnar, yes, it will make a lot of sense, but still it will be too predictable. I know, like there are others that it would, um, it would be good. It will be, it will be good for them to win title. I mean, who else is there? Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, Matt Riddle, Austin Theory. Everybody except Austin Theory. I mean, I like Austin Theory, but I honestly doubt he's winning the title. I honestly doubt every other person. Yes, Austin Theory. I doubt. Not that I'm against it, just I don't believe it's gonna happen. And I doubt a lot of people will be happy about it if he does. Anyways, from Per Hugo Samvonvich. I hope I'm saying this right. Of Lucha Libre Online. You know, I should just say Lucha Libre Online. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not all that good with names, so I hope to get better. WB has fired Carlos Cabrera. Cabrera. He worked on the Spanish language commentary team for 29 years. Eh, I guess releases are not yet over. Also, WWE Hall of Fame star Dimon Dolly. Oh, this is not good news. WWE Hall of Fame star Devon Dudley of the Dudley Boys um, will never wrestle again. He says so himself because he had surgery that fused his L4, L5, and L6 spinal segments. We all wish Devon Dudley a speedy recovery and a happy life. Wow. This is sad because I've seen his work. And not just talking about his return, I mean his initial work as about Dougley Boys, and even when he was in Impact uh, with um, Bubba Ray as part of Tree of as part of Team 3D. This is unfortunate, but alas, one of the cost of being a wrestler. Yeah. Also. Booker T talks about uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin's return to wrestling. Yes, in case you don't know, it's been rumored that Stone Cold Steve Austin, give me a hell yeah. I'm going to assume you guys give the hell yeah. It's going to be at this year's WrestleMania and will most likely be in a few with Kevin Owens. Stunner versus Stunner. So yeah, Booker T gave his thoughts about it, about the Texas, you know, rattlesnake. <laughs> Texas rattlesnake. Honestly, I always thought that was a weird name for Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's not a bad name, just funny. 
Anyway, speaking on his Hall of Fame podcast, Booker T said, Hey man, I like it. Austin's return. Are you going to tell a man that he can't do it like he did once upon a time? How are you going to tell a man I ain't got the juice no more? How are you going to tell a man you can't do it? Stone Cold Steve Austin, one of the greatest of all time that ever did it. Now, Booker T feels a bit scared for Stone Cold. But now he feels more comfortable. He says, For me, I know. It's scary. It's scary. Just being out of the ring for 19 years. 19 years. And then make that walk one more time. You know, it's in your head. I can do this. I can do this. No problem. Keep walking. Just keep walking. It's one of those type of deals. And then get in the ring. You hit the ropes one time. And you go, oh man, this feels good. I'm back. Then question is, can I pull this off? That's what Steve is feeling right now. Steve is going to do it the, his way. That's all that Booker T said on his Hall of Fame podcast. Hmm. Well, Booker T, you raised some legitimately good concerns. Yeah, 19 years is a long time to be away from anything like literally anything you were really good at something stuff for 19 years for whatever reason it's gonna be tough doing that again i can't admit yeah it will be hard it won't be easy and i honestly wonder how stone cold cost is on looks of things now i mean it's like booker minds i mean booker has more or less confirmed that it's going to be happening and then again, they always kept knowing his weird promo this week on Raw. I mean, he, he literally just randomly missed them making fun of Texas. Random. It was so random. It didn't even, they weren't even in Texas. It, it was missing if they were in Texas. But Texas is such a terrible place. And where I come from in... What part of Canada is he from? We are classy. <laughs> it was so random. It was so weird. <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah, it looks like this match is going to happen, and that's uh, what Stone Cold does well. I mean, 19 years. I mean, who who was who else was given such a gap and coming back? I mean, Edge had, wasn't even close. Um, Undertaker, literally every couple of years he he returns. Edge also is going to return again. Lita, how long has it been since Lita last wrestled? Oh, it's true. Yeah, yeah. I still remember a couple years ago. Yeah, um, WWE Evolution. Yeah, and Royal Rumbles. Yeah. So let's move on. Let's talk about Impact Wrestling and Impact Wrestling star. I'm talking about Matt Cardona, who you guys might know as Zack Ryder. So yeah, Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona, well known in WWE as Zack Ryder, used to be in a tag team while he was in WWE with Brian Myers, who was then known as Kurt Hawkins. Together, they were both called the Edgeheads and helped Edge, the R-rated superstar, to win matches against WWE's top babyfaces. And they were also the youngest ever to win the WWE tag team titles. 
So during his appearance at the Headlocks panel at C2E2, Matt Cardona told the origin story of the WWE Hall of Famous Alliance with him and Myers. According to him, the Edgehead story was the idea. They pitched the WWE and it was approved as well. At the time, Edge was on hiatus due to an injury, and the duo didn't really know him personally, so they emailed him the pitch, asked for his approval, and Edge was down with it. Obviously, I mean, of course, it happened. Now, now, according to Matt Cardona, he says, I quote, The problem was, Adam was out with an injury. Adam is Edge's real name, for those of you who may not know. The problem was, Adam was out with an injury, and we didn't know him. He debuted, and he was still out. So we had to ask for his email address, and then email him. Because we needed his approval. He was super cool. He could have been like effing no. Because we were nobody. He didn't need us because he was really a tough guy. Uh, yeah, Matt Condona continues saying. But if he didn't take a chance on us, we were doing the major thing. We could probably have gotten fired in six months because we were doing nothing. Sitting catering every day and then Edge took us on his wing and next day we were doing going on his, this six month run beating up the Undertaker and Shawn Michaels of Batista. If he didn't say yes, it wouldn't have happened. That was Matt Cardona and yes, of course, Edge had to say yes. I mean, it only made sense. Well, yeah, I mean... Unless this big man was unless this big man comes out, I was like, Edge, these guys just gave me a great idea. You girl will be a part of a faction, and you are going to give hell to all of the baby faces. I don't know how to do this big man voice, so like, yeah, accept that as my big man voice. And yeah, that's what it's looking like. Yeah, it's looking like a great idea. Yeah, it looks like it was gonna be a great idea, and it turned out to be a great idea. It was an awesome idea. They had a great run. It really helped Brian Myers and Matt Cardona's. <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to say Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder's career. I guess it will help Zack Ryder's and Kurt Hawkins' idea since that's who they were in WWE. So makes sense I say that way. <laughs> Both wrestlers currently which are in Impact Wrestling. With uh, Matt Cardona being the Digitoon champ, is a new title. I, I, I keep forgetting. Digitoon Media Champion. I guess that's what it's called. He beats Jordan Grace, a woman. Uh, Impact Wrestling is fond of in the gender matches. That's a yes. Matt Cardona was still on him. Yep. Says that WWE writers are afraid to say the ideas of Vince McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm honestly not surprised um, at this. But yeah, let's go deep into this. Oscar Donald talks about how when he was in WWE, he had moderate success and was never seen as a top star. It was underutilized. By the company and was released soon. It was released soon in um, 2020. You know, 
budget cuts and all that. So he said to reinvent himself following his release and he did just that. He's doing very well. So yeah, speaking on the headlocked panel C2E2 again. How long was this interview and what did they talk about? He said that he did learn some important lessons, which were too late when it came to pitching ideas in WWE. He learned these lessons a little too late. He says, and I quote, I learned and I learned a little too late in my career. Fuck these writers. If you want something done, you got to go to Vince. Because a lot of these writers are too afraid to pitch an idea to Vince. So I would just go and talk to Vince. If he said no, at least I know the answer is no. Well, once again, I'm not surprised. The, um, honestly, barely even surprised. This wing man, according to a lot of people, is not an easy person to assess. Like, a lot of people have said that he's not easy to assess, he's not easy to talk to. So... Yeah, I recommend anybody who wants to be a wrestling WWE, meet Vince yourself once you get an idea. Like, don't just talk to only the writers. Like, meet Vince, meet the man. I'm not talking about Becky Lynch. <laughs> Becky Lynch. And now we go to WWE where we talk about the EST. You know, the biggest, the baddest. The roughest, the toughest, the strongest, the fastest, Bianca Belair. <laughs> yeah, she has definitely been killing the women's division recently, and 2021 was an awesome year for her, yes. And yes, let's not forget, she also main evented night one with WrestleMania 37 with Sasha Banks. First black women to ever do that. Awesome. So she was speaking with Luke Owen of Wrestle Talk. <laughs> like such a simple name, Wrestle Talk. I like it. Anyway, she reveals that she wants to defeat all the four horsewomen of WWE. She has done. T- she has- she did reveal she has de- defeated two, and she'd like to defeat the you know the remaining two. She has already defeated Bailey and Sasha Banks. So yeah, it remains Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. He says, and I quote, So my goal is to just be in all the big moments and always coming out on top and eventually beat and pin all four horsewomen. That's a goal of mine. I got Bailey, I got Sasha, Becky and Charlotte are next. So two out of four. That's my long term goal. Let's not forget Charlotte Flair has made it Knowing that she is interested in a few with Bianca Belair as well. I'll wait to see if they get that field and if Bianca will win or not. And win or lose. I feel yes, Bianca Belair is setting herself as a future icon for WWE's women division. I don't think she's going anywhere anytime soon. Doing WWE does going in whole new waves of releases. I doubt she's going anywhere. Also, 
Harry Sane often cried alone during that time though WWE. What? What? Wow. Ah, you sad now. Well, uh, according to what I'm seeing here, yes, Carrie Sane, you may have, you may know her as the pri pirate princess. Who thought that up? I mean, honestly, that idea would look, to me at least, would look real dumb on paper, but like, seeing them executed, I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, pirate princess, everything, and her run as Oscar's tag team partner as part of the Kabuki Warriors. So yes, even before then, like she was an NXT, a former NXT's women champion, was doing very well. Yeah, she was great. But then at the point in time, she left WWE's weekly television, moved to Japan, and earned her degree while in Japan. Can you believe that contract with WWE expired, which is the case since our contract expired this month? Speaking with ProRezu Pro today in Japan, ProRezu, ProRezu Pro in Japan, ProRezu today in Japan, I'm not even going to try again. Gary Sane talked about her time with WWE, Zane admitted that she was under a lot of stress as Zane had to cut promos in English. Ugh, yeah, I had a dry, they had the same problem. Due to which she would cry alone at home. She says, and I quote, It was a treasure like day. I spent a lot of time crying. It wasn't in front of everyone. But there were times where I went home and cried alone. There were times like that. Even though I practiced a lot in the microphone performance class at NXT. I couldn't speak English well in the actual performance. I was frustrated and cried. And she says, and she wants us to know, she had a good relationship with WWE. I huh, wonder if she'll come back. Who knows? Maybe she will. Let's hope so. It has been a well known. I've always wondered how, like, more foreign wrestlers would do it. Like, if enter an American wrestling company and they can't even they haven't mastered English yet and it's very important that you know English when you're in WWE or any any other American wrestling company honestly I wonder how English speaking um, wrestlers actually do it in AAA or NJPW uh, again, I mean that's pretty impressive. As someone who is str who struggles, I struggle less to a uh, lot to learn another language. My job doesn't even require it. Like I want to learn another language for the fun of it. Maybe it might turn out to be useful. I don't know. But like, it's so it's so hard for me. It's so difficult for me. It's so very difficult for me. Like, and then imagine if I had that added pressure of you know I have to. Otherwise, yeah, this job won't go well for me. It's sad. It's scary. But like, I'm just, I'm just um glad that it looks like Karen Singh had a good relationship with WWE, and then uh, yeah, while she was here, she was pretty more or less okay. Yeah. 
Also, Mickey James wanted wishes that she could, you know, push more for the hardcore country character in WWE. Current not the Empire Wrestling Knockout Champion Mickey James did say in an interview with Kurt Angle, the Kurt Angle Show, that she wished she had, you know, pushed for her hardcore country character. She never had a run with the character. She's having it now in Empire Wrestling but and NW and she had a run with it in NWA but like never in WWE. Jameson said she did pitch the idea but no one really understood it. Here's what she says and I quote I hoped for and I wish too in hindsight that I would have pitched more or tried to push more for hardcore country character. Because it was something I brought up there that they just never really understood or bit on. It's almost like a blessing in disguise because had they bit it, I probably wouldn't have been able to come back and do this thing at Royal Rumble. And it go down the way it had. So everything happens for a reason. Mickey James also hopes that WWE will do more work with Empire Wrestling, but I doubt it will happen. <laughs> Honestly, doubt it. But yeah, it's cool that she came into the Women's Royal Rumble as the Impact Knockout Champion. It's awesome and it's great that WWE opened the forbidden door. Everybody loved it, including me. Like, yeah, I can't. I guess more wrestlers should push for a character because I feel like wrestlers know what to work for them better than even writers. But that's honestly kind of vibe and gets in, but I don't know. Maybe. I mean, who knows? It's honestly hard to say. Well, anyways, that's been, that has been news and rumors. Now, my name has been Master Ben, and this has been Wrestle Now. Thank you so much for being with me. Rest now is available on multiple podcast platforms. Thank you for staying. God bless and please have a nice day.